It's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels, doing my best impression of Rush Limbaugh every day. President Biden is announcing a new initiative to train young people. No, I'm not going to do that. And high demand skills for jobs in the clean energy economy. You didn't know what he's doing? He's creating something called the American Climate Corps. And for the uneducated, it's core, not corpse, even though it's spelled C-O-R-P-S. And this is supposed to put a new generation of Americans to work conserving our lands and waters, bolstering community resilience, advancing environmental justice, deploying clean energy, implementing energy-efficient technologies, and tackling climate change. American Climate Corps members will gain the skills necessary to access good-paying jobs that are aligned with high-quality employment opportunities after they complete their paid training or service program. This sounds like to me that you are creating another Hitler-Jungend. And this also sounds like it's going to be an intelligence-driven operation, right? So what these people are going to do is that they are going to be snitching on people in the neighborhood to say, oh, this person has a gas stove. Oh, that's a gasoline engine over there. I saw that neighbor using a gasoline-powered leaf blower and not an electric one. That one over there doesn't have an electric vehicle. Shame on them. How come there are no solar panels on the roof? This is what the American Climate Corps really sounds like to me. And uh, I think when Biden first came into office, this was in one of those bills or in one of his executive orders. This is not new. When I saw American Climate Corps, it's like, okay, I mean, I already knew about this. But I would really like to explore the details of these kinds of so-called opportunities out there. Now, here's what else is going on here. I wouldn't be surprised if the American Climate Corps is a way for people to, or, or I should say it this way, is a way for the government to make sure that the people are going to be able to access their social benefits. In other words, if you're on welfare, if you have to take some kind of government assistance in some way, or uh, if you got laid off, or if you're collecting unemployment, whatever it is, you have to join the American Climate Corps to do your part for the United States. This is going to be one of those things where if you want your universal basic income, because watch out for that, that's coming along too, then you must do something for the American Climate Corps. And once you're done with that with the Climate Corps, then you're going to be forced to join some kind of company with some Green New Deal-style agenda. And furthermore, you will only propagate the idiocy of this whole 15-minute city nonsense. I was speaking with somebody today at the old day job, somebody that I've known for quite some time, and he's like, I'm not looking up the 15-minute city thing. Do you think we'll ever get back to normal? Do you ever think that we will go back to civilization before the COVID-19 pandemic? And he's one of those people believes in it wholeheartedly. He's not rabid about it, but he does believe in it. And he forced all of his uh, you know, workers and people around him to get this vaccine. I, so I... It's, 
I mean, you can't help people like that. And I said, look, it, I don't think it's ever going to go back to normal. They're completely trying to revamp society as we know it. They're trying to restitch the fabric of America in some bizarre, perverted way in all aspects, whether that comes from the 15-minute cities, whether that comes in the direction of uh, sterilization through, oh, making it socially acceptable to uh, become transgender at the age of six. I mean, I, I think uh, what is left of O'Keefe is, uh, what is that? Ver Project Veritas. They came out with a video uh, today speaking of, uh, they, they went undercover and they got some clown to come out there and say, oh yes, we're, we're talking about transitioning uh, way younger. We want to target the youngest people possible going all the way down to kindergarten. Uh, so I, for all the people out there that say, oh no, they, this is about youth and it's about the kindergartners. They can't even tie their shoes. They don't even know how to add. They don't even know how to count up to 100. And you're talking to them about gender. And they eat this person that was caught on video, even screwed up. And they said, oh, uh, sexual, I, I, I mean, gender identity. Yes, that's what this is all about. Whenever you see some idiot with pronouns in their profile, they're telling you their sexual identity. They're saying that, oh, yes, I like something up my butt. Oh, I like to go clam diving or I like just regular unadulterated heterosexual sex, right? That's what all of these pronouns are really about. They're trying to make the youth hyper-sexualized to create a new class of citizen called a mature minor. And a mature minor, I brought this up many times before. A mature minor is basically an adult at around the age of 12. And these adults are allowed to uh, go through gender reassignment surgery. They're allowed to get COVID shots without telling their parents. They're allowed to change their names. They're allowed to shave off various reproductive organs without telling their parents. And all the while, the teachers don't have to tell the parents about it. That's what this is all about. And I can go on and on, but I won't. Because one of the main stooges in this whole Green New Deal, uh, coming from the state of Kakistan itself, California, Gaviner Newsom. I always say Gaviner. I'm just going to say it now. Instead of Governor Gavin, because that sounds awkward, I'm just going to say Gaviner. Gaviner Newsom, coming from Bloomberg. Have you talked about AI to your kids? I had a very serious conversation. Well, it is from California, so let's jazz it up a little bit. I had a very serious conversation with my eldest daughter about the chatbots on Snap. I really worried about the misinformation and the disinformation about what's happening with our country. But I really worried about those micro cults that my kids are in. I say micro cults because I don't know if there's a better way to describe it. My son is acting and asking me about Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, and then immediately he's talking about Joe Rogan. Mm -mm -mm. And I'm like, here it is, the pathway. Yes, that came from Gaviner Newsom. He's upset about his kids because his kids don't have a masculine role model in the household. They have got some cuck in there that probably tucks and wears chest binders even though he's a male. 
So, yes, Governor Newsom, you may want to start letting your testicles hang. Hell, wear boxer shorts every now and then instead of the thong you're probably prancing around with at home. Otherwise, your kids are going to look towards people like Epstein 2.0, Andrew Tate, or Jordan Peterson and his daughter giving satanic symbols on her Instagram, or maybe Joe Rogan, who was pictured with people like uh, the head of the Church of Satan, Anton LaVey. Yes, look up that picture. It's from the 90s when Joe Rogan was really starting to uh, get notoriety. That came out. You can look for that. It's years old, but you can find it on Google. So, okay, what do you want? Do you want to look at, at your, your cuck father, or do you want to look at literal Satanists as your role models? I, so the choice is yours, Gavin or Newsom. Please choose something, because you Democrats are hideous. You people are so stupid, and you try to cover up your sexual proclivities. And it's all well and good. We don't care what you do. Like, uh, what's his face yesterday that I talked about? I, uh, what, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. The guy from England. Uh, oh, well. Oh, now we're, this is just going to be a problem. We're just going to have to kill some dead air here. Uh, and we're going to find this guy's name. Uh, he was removed from YouTube. What the hell's his name? I can't think of it. <laughs> and there we go. I still can't find it because I can't look up the uh, proper. He was removed. He had the monetization removed uh, from from his YouTube. Oh fuck it. I I can't remember it. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe I can't remember the guy's name. This is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's all part of the process of doing a broadcast uh, one time through and without any editing. Uh, that's, that's just the genius of what I do all the time. Uh, so anyway, big time lib that I can't think of suddenly turns on them and becomes demonetized. Uh, and also Rumble... From the same person that I can't remember their name <laughs> refuses to go against uh, the UK's request to demonetize them. Uh, and therefore, we have this massive, massive problem, right? We have a massive problem where you're allowed to do whatever you want as long as you toe the line, as long as you go along with whatever it is the left and the World Economic Forum wants you to talk about, then they could cover up anything you do. Rape allegations, no problem. Uh, borderline pedophilia, then, uh, yeah, we'll cover that up. We'll just... Uh, Russell Brand! Oh, my God! <laughs> I finally got the name, Russell Brand. That's who I've been talking about the whole time. I'm trying to stall and kill the dead air throughout all of this, trying to think of Russell Brand's name. <laughs> I finally got it. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> oh, okay, so going back to my point, if you do not tell the line with all these Democrats and World Economic Forum types, you will be deplatformed. You will be having your income removed if you dare speak out against them, just like Russell Brand. Hey, I got it this time. <laughs> so now we're starting to see uh, 
the Democrats go after Elon Musk. Why? Because he bought X. He bought Twitter. And he bought it at an inflated price. Far more than what it ever should have been. Now, the problem with X is that the problem with X for the World Economic Forum is that it is possibly the most readily available news source out there. It beats the legacy media outlets. It has more truthful content. And even though you see a lot of bots out there, even though we have to worry about psyops and all of that, we are still more well-informed on X than we ever were thanks to places like CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and Bloomberg. I mean, Bloomberg is another idiot. That too tall freak, <laughs> I was going to say freak, uh, he comes out there and he released today that he wants to remove all coal from the energy infrastructure of the United States and cut natural gas energy by 50% by 2030, and he's going to use his own money to do it. He is a billionaire, an absolute billionaire, and he is in one of those positions to do it. He's met with other billionaires who think there are too many people on the planet. He is a eugenicist, just like Klaus Schwab, just like his little toady Yuval. That guy is a weird, salacious, crumb little dude. Why are they like this? Why are they like this? The DOJ and the SEC is investigating Elon Musk over quote-unquote perks paid to him at Tesla from years ago. Representative Thomas Maisie, Elon Musk was a Democrat who admittedly supported Biden, but then he became a critic of the admin and exposed the censorship regime. Now, per public reports, the DOJ has opened not one, but two investigations of Elon Musk, and these look like mafia tactics. Elon Musk also responded, there's no other way to describe it. Meanwhile, many actual crimes, some of great significance, go not merely unpunished, but not even investigated. Now, the Wall Street Journal also comes out with a story. Justice Department probe scrutinizes Elon Musk perks at Tesla going back years. Federal prosecutors are scrutinizing personal benefits Tesla may have provided Musk since 2017. And the U.S. Attorney's Office sought information about transactions between Tesla and other entities connected to the billionaire. Why are they doing this? The House effort was known within the car maker as Project 42 and plans called for an expensive glass building to be constructed near Tesla's Austin area factory and headquarters. So why are they also doing this? It has to do with, I suspect, the supposed attacks and tweets about none other than the ADL and Greenblatt, Jonathan Greenblatt. Remember, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, Jonathan Greenblatt went on a censorship extravaganza. He wanted Elon Musk to do whatever he demanded, and that was censoring accounts, censoring tweets, putting other people on warning lists, and also the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, which is supposed to stand up for our rights but does nothing more than censor people that disagree with the mainstream narrative. It's basically a hardcore Democrat leftist organization that goes around and censors people and violates their rights. That's what the ADL is all about. It's got nothing to do with what its original mandate uh, was all about. So please stop with this stuff. So what else did they do? Once Greenblatt was given 
his marching orders from Elon Musk and told to go pound sand. He then went around to all of Twitter's advertisers and tried to get them to remove the advertising revenue from Twitter. And that's what was really going on here. It wasn't because that Musk did something. It was because Musk didn't do something. And subsequently, that upset Mr. Greenblatt because he's used to getting his way, no matter what he tries to tell you. Now, the other part of this is that because of Greenblatt's efforts, Twitter's value has plummeted. It's nowhere near the level that Elon Musk thought it would be, and it's all thanks to him. So do not think for a second that Greenblatt couldn't have pulled some more strings within the government itself to sit there and say, hey, Mr. DOJ, could you possibly look at whatever Elon Musk is doing? I know we usually have covered up for him in the past uh, when he wears his satanic armor with a pentagram and Baphomet's symbol, Baphomet's face, right on the chest plate because he's one of us. But uh, don't don't think about that so much, but let's try to really tweak him. Let's go after him a little bit because he's not doing my bidding. And the DOJ just scurries along, and now we've got this kind of situation. These people do not like freedom. They do not like you. They don't like you having freedom. There's something about them. There is some kind of religious zeal in the background that's going on that you're not aware of, or maybe you are if you go down the rabbit holes of the Illuminati and the Anunnaki and all of that, that they believe anybody who is not part of their clique, anybody that doesn't share their genetic makeup, which is why you have 23andMe and uh, and all the rest, right? They believe they are genetically superior. And that's why... They think they can inject you with DNA and mRNA in these gene therapy prophylactics because you're the guinea pigs in all of this, right? They had to have a test pool. They had to have a test universe. That's why all of these trials from the original COVID shot go out until 2027. They're not going to manipulate their own genes and become a superior human unless they know the side effects of the technology that they are trying to use. That's why you saw what you did over the past two years. That's why you're going to see more of this nonsense coming up. Because the Biden administration finally admitted what we already knew, where they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on at-home COVID testing kits that are about to come out over the next month. Why are they doing this? Because it's an election season. Why, Why else are they doing this? Because they got another shot that's coming out. It's nonsense. It's all nonsense. They don't like you. They don't like your freedom. They don't like your freedom of speech, travel, freedom of health, able to make your own decisions, able to do research and find out that there are many natural remedies that come from, well, your garden, and you don't need big pharma to take care of yourself. And they will constantly use the concept of inversion. They blame you for doing what they do. They blame you. And say, you're the cause of hate in the world. You, the little guy, you're the cause of all of the climate change out there and the CO2 and the carbon. We had idiot, former New Zealand PM, Ardern, 
Remember her? She was the one that always had the oat bag on her face. She was in front of the U.N. to crack down on free speech as a weapon of war. Jacinda Ardern, this comes from Jonathan Turley, may no longer be PM of New Zealand, but she was back at the U.N. Ardern is now one of the leading anti-free speech figures of the world. Ardern declared free speech as a virtual weapon of war, and she's demanding that the world join her in battling free speech as part of its own war against, quote-unquote, misinformation and disinformation. Oh, that's right. If it comes from a government source that is completely compromised by the industry that the agency that this source is supposed to fight back against and regulate, then anything against that mainstream narrative is misinformation and disinformation. This is what we're talking about when we hear uh, fascism. People throw around the word fascism and say, oh, it's Trump. We're fighting against fascism and democracy is on the ballot. We need to make sure that we stand up for the little guy and fascists and bigots like Trump never see the light of day again. Well, look at us now. Three years later, what do we've got? We've got possibly one of the most fascistic societies that this planet has ever seen. Ever. And she's demanding strong and empathetic political leadership. Empathetic? The same people? The same people that tried to force these COVID shots down our throat. They're demanding strong and empathetic political leadership? These people are delusional. These people are absolutely delusional. They need to be reined in because they are going to try to take your rights away from you by 2030. And that is in every single way. Your right of travel, your right of decisions when it comes to your health, what you eat, what you do, on and on and on. And don't think your property is safe because the powers that be and the elites and the law class and the cl- the political class, the banker class, they are coming after every aspect of your way of being, even your property. And this comes from Fox News. J.P. Morgan's CEO, Jamie Dimon, suggests government seize private property to quicken climate initiatives. In a letter to shareholders, Dimon wrote that permitting reforms are desperately needed to allow investment to be done in any kind of timely way. We may even need to invoke eminent domain. What is eminent domain? Eminent domain is when the government knocks on your door and says, we're going to buy your property and we're going to give you a market value of what we talk. That doesn't mean it's going to be a market value that you would find on your own. It is an average of whatever the government deems to be market value. For instance, if you could sell your home for $10 million and the government takes half of it, they say, well, it's only half. We may only give you about a million dollars. Well, half of 10 million is five. It's not a million. That's what they're talking about with eminent domain. And he even suggested that the government and climate conscious corporations may have to seize citizens' private property to stave off climate disasters. What climate disasters are we talking about? You want to talk about climate change and climate disasters, let's talk about all the chemtrails. Diamond declared Tuesday that governments, businesses, and non-government organizations 
may need to invoke eminent domain in order to get the adequate investments fast enough for grid, solar, wind, and pipeline initiatives. Oh, God, what are we talking about with solar and wind? This is nonsense. This is absolute idiocy. This is a land grab. This is a property grab. This is what the World Economic Forum has had a chub on or chub for forever. They don't want you to own anything. They don't want you to have property. Remember that little PR video they came out with? Oh, oh, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. This is part of it. You now have the bankers coming right out and saying, we don't think the plebeians should be able to move. So we need to come up with some kind of carbon climate scheme where they are essentially taxed about on how far they want to move from their registered address if they want to go out of their 15-minute city. And it's our property. So we can kick them out. We can say if you're not in compliance with your vaccine, you're kicked out. Your central banking digital currency no longer works. And in order to combat the climate, we need to buy up everybody's property. Well, I thought Blackstone and uh, and what what was the other one? Bla- the Vanguard and BlackRock. There we go. Uh, I thought they were doing it. I almost said <laughs> Never mind. They've already been doing it. They've already been buying houses and neighborhoods in cash way above market value. If people don't realize what the game is here, then we're going to go down a very, very dystopian road. And we need to make sure that coming up, we've got office holders and people that run for office. They need to be painfully aware of the stakes that we are all facing right now, where these powers that be are so well off that they have unlimited resources, except for you standing in the way. They can't get rid of all of us. There's always going to be a Promethean effort that fights back against any kind of draconian measure that is placed before us. That's going to be it for me. It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. You know what to do. Like me, find me, share me. Remember to be that lovable fuzzball, a glittering jewel of critical thought and brilliance everywhere you go, a bright, shining light, a jetty that forces the waves of liberalism to crash against it and dissipate into the ether. That is you, that is me, the lovable fuzzball, the fuzzball nation. It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels.